0: I don't often watch television newscast, but when this virus thing started it did get my attention strongly and I would watch on the television news and I found as I did watch problems began. Often the television newscaster was had a bone to pick with some politician, and he would invite people onto the newscast, and then he would bring up the subject. And I would just see evil flourish. I didn't want to be partaker of their evil. So I finally backed off of that. Every once in a while, I will glance at it. But it can be so speculative and so much evil when people do that. What do you think? What do you think? well, what does it really matter what we think unless what we have is from God? The Apostle Paul from time to time would speak of his own opinion, but he always told us. He would say, now this is a commandment from the Lord. And then he'd say, now I think I have the mind of God on this subject. So he separated it when he wrote to us. But when we just begin to tell our opinions and what we think and we start speculating, we run into sin because we get prideful and get puffed up with our own words. Scriptures on this subject, James one twenty six. If any man among you seem to be religious... And bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart. This man's religion is vain. When we tell things that we think as if it's gospel, whether we have a preference in color or a preference in style or a preference in anything and we begin to rave about it and rant and go on like oh this is wonderful oh that's awful this is the wrong color this is the right color see we're just acting in fleshly pride and we can do harm there have been many times I've had to bridle my tongue and the main way that I found to do this is to pray. When I am about to say some puffed up subject or thing, often I will say to God, please don't let me say that. It's evil. It does evil. It causes me to be evil. We've all done it probably. I certainly have done it. But I don't want to do it. Let's look at some scriptures on this subject. Proverbs ten nineteen. In the multitude of words, there wanteth not sin. In other words, the more words that humans speak, the more sin you're going to see. But he that refraineth his lips is wise repeating that scripture proverbs 10:19 in the multitude of words there wanteth not sin but he that refraineth his lips is wise psalm 63:11 david it's a psalm of david and he said but the king shall rejoice in god that means rejoicing in what god has said that's a totally different matter. Rejoicing in anything that God has shown us. And David said that was going to be his purpose. Then David said, Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory. See, swearing by God is... Swearing is basically saying this is the truth. Speaking the truth by God, meaning... This is what God says on the subject. This is what God told me on the subject. If we swear by God, we glory. If we swear by God, we are speaking that which God told us. There was a time when I was a new Christian that I was forced to go to court, U.S. District Court, and God told me, don't testify. That is swearing by God. When I told my lawyer I can't testify because I believe God has told me not to testify, that's swearing by God. That's obeying God. That's going in the direction God told you. There could be one situation where God would tell you to speak. Well, then you swear by God by speaking. In another situation, you might be told not to speak. So you don't speak. But it's always following what God shows you. So Psalm 63, 11. But the king shall rejoice in God, in that which God says. Everyone that sweareth by him, by God, telling what God says, shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. I have met people that just want to be wise in their own eyes. They just want to tell what they think, and they get puffed up, just like a peacock puffs up. But when we speak that which God says, there is a humility in speaking that because it takes humility to say what God told you, what you believe God told you. For if you really believe God told you something, you know persecution is likely to follow. The people that you tell this to may not like it. I've often found they don't like to hear what God says. And I'm talking about church people. When you tell them what you've heard from God, they usually don't want to hear that, is what I found. There was a time years ago when God showed me it would be all right for me to change my fireplace from a gas logs to wood burning. And when I did that A woman watched me do it, and she said, why are you doing this? And I said, well, I believe God has shown me that it's all right to do this, and I really like wood better. Well, she then began to praise me. She began to tell people what I had done. I said, no, I did this because I felt God showed me that I could do this, and that's why I did it. And she didn't like to hear that. I could tell she did not like to hear that. And when she repeated it, she would tell what I did, sort of praising me. But I knew the idea came from God. And that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. When you believe you have an idea from God and you do that, often people will persecute you. When I heard that word, don't testify... And I told my lawyer I I wasn't going to be able to testify at that trial. The man that I was dating at the time said, Joan, you're not doing this girl any favor by not testifying. And I said, no, I'm not trying to do her a favor. I'm trying to do what I believe God has shown me to do. I believe I've heard from God not to testify. I had several people rise up against me concerning that word. Several people on my own side, so to speak, didn't like to hear what I had heard from God, what I said I believed I'd heard from God. I have found through the years that the people who call themselves Christians, often they don't like to hear you say that. I think that's part of what Paul meant when he said, all who will live li- godly lives in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. I think that is in Second Timothy chapter 3. All who will live godly shall suffer persecution. When you do what you believe God wants you to do, often people rise up against you. Proverbs 3, verse 7. Be not wise in thine own eyes. See, I think that means don't just sit around and try to conjure what you think. He says, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Be not wise in your own eyes. People love to say, well, why did this happen? And someone will stand there and think about it and say, oh, it happened because of this. Well, unless God has shown us that, that would be sin to say that. For us to give explanations as to why something happened without hearing from God, that's sin. That would be pride. That is what being wise in our own eyes would be. Also, being wise in our own eyes would be In going forth in secular matters, thinking we knew what to do without asking God, takes humility to ask God what we should do. We want to think we know what we should do. The flesh wants to go that way. The devil wants to go that way. And both of them come to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says he came to give us a more abundant life. John 10, 10, Jesus said, Let your communication be yea, yea, nay, nay. For whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. And I think this gets into that speculation that we have to tell yea, yea, nay, nay. But you say, yes, it's this way, and then you start to say, because of such and such. Or no, it's this way, because... When you start that explanation without having it from God that is what I think this means it is evil because it's of yourself pupped up in your own pride Proverbs 4:23 Keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life I think that means keep your heart, keep your heart, keep, be careful what you hear. Be careful because those things we hear go into our heart and then come out of our mouth later. So you can hear someone on television say something and it goes in your heart if you don't watch it. And then it will bear fruit later because you will spread it to other people You will be guilty of giving a false witness before God if you spread something false to other people. You can say, Well, I didn't say, I didn't say that, so and so on television said it, but you spread it. So doing that would be false witness, bearing false witness. You do have to be careful. We have to be careful about our heart, about those things that we allow to go into our heart. Those concepts which are not of God. Very often when I'm watching a movie on television, I will hear someone say something that is opposite to what I know to be true from the Bible. And I often just have to immediately stop and rethink that scripture to uproot that which is contrary to scripture. For people often say things contrary to scripture. That's what I believe guarding your heart means. Keep your heart, keep your heart clued to what God says. During this virus situation of 2020, I have heard medical doctors get on television and say, the virus is going to be worse in the fall. They don't know that. Now, if they preface it by saying, I believe the virus may get worse in the fall, that's in a different category. But I've heard them, I've actually heard some of the big-name doctors say It will come back in the fall. And they don't know that. They don't say, God told me it will come back in the fall. If they said that, I would take notice. But every time I hear a person say what's going to happen in the future, there's something in me that just kind of clicks and says, they don't really know that. That's their own wisdom. Unless we say, God showed me this, There's very often vanity and falseness involved in what we say. You have to be aware of that and be careful about that as a Christian. Again, the main way that I control my tongue is by prayer. And never has God failed me, not once, when I have said to God, As I'm talking to someone or they're talking, when I have said, please don't let me say that, God has always stopped me. And after they leave, I always remember and I think, oh, I didn't say that thing that I had prayed that I wouldn't say. There's a scripture in James where it talks about the tongue is a deadly evil and no man can tame the tongue. And I don't think that we can do it of our own will, but I think we can do it through God, through prayer. At the time it's going on, if you see it coming, if you see yourself about to speak something and you question whether it's the right thing to do or not, pray, just instead of speaking, just pray while the person's standing there silently ask God to help you and don't let you do that. He's always stopped me when I have prayed. Every one of the scriptures that I've spoken today will be in writing on our blog. If you want to see these scriptures in writing, go to Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Look on the right-hand side of the page under Podcast and bring up the podcast entitled Sin Runs Rampant When Speculation begins and you can look at these scriptures again and get them deeper inside you that is the way we control things is by getting scripture deeply into our heart if you meditate on the word of god day and night it will come up through you and it will control us and keep us from the evil that we would otherwise do Again, the blog name is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.